I'm not sure exactly when it was that I was first invited to a Crew Austin event. And then in a follow-up meeting with Paul Barger, crew staff, Paul sat me down and he asked me some uh, pretty uh, heavy questions. And he asked me, you know, was how sure was I that I was going to be going to heaven? I had really never, you know, been asked that before and uh, really got me kind of taking an inventory of my life. Um, so then we, we, we uh, met and like had a Bible study, did that for a couple of three years. And after the Bible study was over, then uh, Paul led us through a discipleship class. Fast forward a few years and... Uh, uh, new house, new baby, the mortgage crisis had just happened. I was driving through South Texas, and my phone rang, and at the end of the phone was Paul. He asked me how I was doing, where I was working, how the family was doing, and then he asked me another tough question. He asked me, would I be interested in going on a mission trip to Cuba? Um, but this unexplainable urge came over me. I can't really explain it, but I just said yes. Now, now that was the actually the easy part. The hard part was trying to uh, think of what I was going to tell my wife, that I was going to go to a communist country and share the gospel and leave her all at home with the kids. You see, I had, uh, I had talked about um, sharing the gospel in the past kind of as you know, my, my spiritual bucket list, like, you know, I'll get around to that someday, you know, maybe when my kids are grown or when my kids are off in college. But I guess God doesn't quite really realize how busy we are. So that's what I did. So I arrived back at home. And after a little small talk, uh, the moment arises where I have the perfect opportunity to tell Natalie what I did today. You know, right when her mouth's full of food. After she had finished wiping her mouth, the questions began. She asked, who are you going with? What will happen if you get captured and put into a Cuban prison? What are you thinking? And I said, uh, I don't know. Do you want to go with me and find out? And it's kind of got her searching, you know, she saw me stepping out there. And so I think she started uh, praying. Well, I know, I know for a fact she did. She prayed a lot. So after much prayer, she finally uh, decided that we should both go. But then we had a problem. Yeah, we really couldn't afford it. If it was going to happen, it wasn't going to happen by our efforts. It was only going to happen by God, with God's help. And uh, sure enough, he did. He really did. He helped out. And, and just before it was, I think it was like days before we needed the final funds to be able to make the mission trip, the funds were there. As I said before, I had led an outreach group, but I had never shared the gospel. Well, as I'd come to expect, Crew once again was exceptional in equipping Natalie and I with the right resources to plan the adventure God had in once we finally arrived in Havana at 3.30 in the morning, it was really weird going through customs with bags of Bibles and school supplies. We felt like secret agents of God. The next day, we met our interpreters and headed across country to the town where we would meet up with the host church and members. They were to take us around and meet with their friends, family, and neighbors to introduce them to the Americans. We were kind of like celebrities, I guess, but the people were just so unbelievably welcoming and gracious. After my first day of sharing the gospel 10 to 15 times... I was elated, just completely filled up. We were traveling back and all sharing our experiences, and I had just, I had just blurted out, if someone had told me a year ago that I'd be in a communist country sharing the gospel, I would have told them they had lost their mind. And not only that, but it was one of the greatest days in my life. The reality is, is that, it, that it is true, and it must be true, because I actually went back the following year and I am on track to go back again in 2014 and, and lead a group. So not only did our experience in Cuba change us spiritually, but it gave Natalie and me different, a different perspective. We used to live our lives trying to keep up with the Joneses. Nice house, nice car, boat, vacations. We just don't see life that way anymore. We don't need a big house. In fact, we just downsized. Boat, gone. 
We've decided that simplifying our life, leaving room personally and financially to be available for God, when he touches you on the head and says goose, is simply more important. We want our life on this earth to be more focused on eternal things. And above all that, we see people differently now. We try to treat people differently. We try and love them the way Jesus did. You see, I struggle with putting God first in my life. Even today, I am just a broken human. I lived for many years with God in the background, calling on Him to save me when I was desperate. But over the years, with many prayers and with the help of Crew Austin, my life is much different now. If it wasn't for Paul asking uh, me to meet and have coffee and asking me to explore where my, my faith was and where it was heading, I wouldn't be here today. But more importantly, I wouldn't have been a part of the salvation of over 60 Cuban people who I know I'll see in heaven someday. Thank you, Paul, and thank you, Crew Austin, for all that you do. God bless you.